Guys, thank you so much for joining again on the Fan First podcast. We are discussing the fourth test between India and Australia in the Border Gavaskar Trophy. Uh, generally, look back at the series, what's happened, and where do we stand. Uh, we also need to talk about the whole uh, scenario about pitches and Test cricket in India. I reckon India is one of the most difficult tools, probably the most difficult tools on the Test circuit uh, for any visiting teams. And we're going to look at fan opinions on why. Is that uh, the case? If you believe so, if you think India is the toughest tour on the circuit, uh, and then we we'll look look at how can India win this Test match? Because there's three Indian fans here who would want India to win the Border Gavaskar Trophy. The World Test Championship final is obviously down the road. Uh, we definitely want to get there, but as an Indian cricket fan, I want to win a series against Australia at home. And I'm sure you both want that as well. Welcome, Pranav. Welcome, Avinash. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Saurabh. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Uh, let's get things started then. Thoughts on that Ahmedabad wicket <laughs> after day one? Australia 255 for four. When was the last time we saw only four wickets fell on an Indian pitch in a test match? Uh, well, not Chennai much of... Chennai when uh, England were batting, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Pranav, go ahead. No, I'm saying Chennai when England were batting, I don't think that many wickets fell on the first day there either when England were batting on that road Correct. in Chennai. But it's a rare thing, right? You, you've you seen a lot more wickets fell on a day's play of test cricket in India and pitches have been such a big topic of discussion and especially uh, there's foreign media that talks about what's a good pitch, what's a bad pitch. But with India needing a win in this test match, do you think India wanted this wicket? I, don't I think, think they've played a safe game, wicket. isn't it? Sorry? No, no, I'm just saying I think they've played a safe game because the, there's at least for day one, there doesn't see much of twist and turn because turn is probably the most commonly used word over the last, uh, you know, the three test matches. So we've not seen much of uh, spin. I think I think India's spooked themselves by preparing that indoor pitch, <laughs> and yeah. here we are. <laughs> See, the topic about pitches in India is going such a range of opinions, and that that's because of you're right. The indoor wicket makes this wicket look totally different. If you take that out of context, then we are talking about a completely different pitch altogether. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this pitch, but. You just feel that now, with the current Indian setup, they want the ball to turn from day one, which basically takes the toss out of the test match. Look, in Nagpur, Australia won the toss and they chose to bat first. They lost the test match. The same thing happened in the second test, where, if I'm not wrong, in Delhi, they won the toss, chose to bat and lost the test match. India actually won the toss in Indoor, put themselves to bat, and we know what happened there. But you just feel India's lost a very important toss on, on a wicket like this, which seems like, and Pranav, I'm going to use your words, which you said offline, was a historic test wicket in India, where you bat first, you bat big. Is India in trouble now? Uh, India are in trouble if they don't get the remaining six wickets within the like next 120 odd runs or so. If not, they're still in the game. So that means what are they looking at? So tomorrow morning, so Usman Khawaja is going to probably just grind it out. He's not, I don't see him yeah. 
stepping on it too much he's still going to be the anchor they batter on they they've got to get Cameron Green out he's going to keep scoring as long as he's at the crease carry is going to sweep away till he dies apparently <laughs> but i don't think he needs to do that on this pitch yeah he's going to find it he's going to find this more like a sydney or something yeah. it's going to be nice for him for a change i think they look very comfortable isn't it especially usman continuing with his been in pretty good nick and uh, cameron green just looks positive i think batting unbeaten on 49 and um, yeah as what pranav said i think get him out first because usman khwaja is looks like he's not going to give anything away of course he's the price scalp uh, but uh, yeah we've got we've got a big big day tomorrow especially the first the first session first session you have to get two wickets at least two to three do you think india's thinking going into this test match is if there's ever a wicket that favors the batsman let's put it out now because indore has exposed what has been india's weakness definite weakness over the years in test matches when we've produced a rank turner it's not like our batsmen can really play well and the visiting team is not as good as india on those tracks but do you think this has been a strategy from india to put a wicket where the batsmen come into the game a lot more than what we might have seen in delhi or what what definitely we might have seen in indore back the batsmen a little bit more because that's what we need at this point so i think that uh, australia are going to miss their fast bowlers more than ever on this pitch right because they've been playing three spinners is what they've done now too i mean they have that they have cameron green and mitchell stark mitchell stark might be a threat on this pitch for all we know right he might be able to take get get something out of the pitch with his height and bounce and what not that our paces don't have Yeah, we so saw a little get something out of that pitch he might a cameron green yeah. is going to chip in here and there but those three spinners that they have i think they are sort of nullified at the moment but as we go in later into the test match they might there's probably still going to come in two but i don't see all three of them getting an equal go or being as equally successful because there isn't that much bounce of this pitch as we've already seen on day 1 yeah i think we saw a little bit of that with shami isn't it he i, I thought he hit the deck hard eventually initially sorry he hit the deck really hard so there could be something for michel stark and i i think he 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 would he somebody who loves to hit the deck hard initially yeah um yeah and there probably could be a little bit of pace and bounce i'm i'm a bit not much, i'm a, a bit thrown bit. off yeah. by this pitch because i am now really sat here not really sure what is india's blueprint when it comes to test cricket post covid we've seen that india has loved to produce these rank turners when england came to india a couple of years back we saw test matches ending in on the second day uh, the third day which which seems to be another topic of debate that do test matches <laughs> need to go on day 4 and 5 which we'll come to a little later but the stats tell a different story right india in india is the toughest test in the test circuit uh india's lost what some three tests in the last 10 years i think if you take a cr record in india after the england series of 2012 where we lost that series i think we've lost a couple of test matches after that and then we've lost another test match just last week or the week before that uh in indore so india is a powerhouse but according to you what has made india this phenomenal test side which is so difficult to beat in their home conditions um 
since they've decided to spice up the pitches, um, so what is the what's the turning point I can think of? I think 36 all out. I think since then there's been a big turnaround there, and they've started <laughs> deciding that if they are going to give us their pitches that we have to struggle on, let's yeah. make them struggle. But over. was the 36 all out a really bad pitch? No, I don't think it was a really bad pitch. I just think it turned some minds in India that, okay, we've got to do something too for ourselves. I mean, it's not exactly helping our batsmen, but it's helping the team win, if that's enough. Or not. I mean, as a fan, right? For me, uh, we are really... My understanding of what a good pitch and a bad pitch, and I think this was something that was asked to Ravi Ashwin in the press conference at the end of day's play this evening as well, is, <laughs> and he said, what is a good pitch? A pitch where the test goes to day four, day five. I'm not saying if a pitch goes to day five, it's a good pitch, or if the test match ends on day four, it's not a good pitch. But as a fan, and this is what we're going to do on this podcast, right? we are all fans and we've got an opinion, and we believe as fans, our opinion is probably the most genuine and logical out there because, hey, what is the game without the fans, right? But my point really here is a fair contest between bat and ball where I think this Ahmedabad, Ahmedabad wicket is actually a very good pitch basis of what I've seen on day one. It hasn't been very easy for the batsmen. It's not like they've just tonked the ball and they've put 350-400 runs on the board on day one. They've had to grind it out. There's been a bit for the bowlers when they have stuck to their plan or you know had that kind of uh willingness to be patient and you know bold to a plan the discipline the line and length and you know things like that that's what i feel is a good wicket are we in agreement with that yeah of course because i think look they haven't it's not like they've gone on to belt the bowlers um 255 they've had to grind it or as you quite rightly said it was but um it usman khwaja like we already spoke about, he really had to, initially, initially he had to obviously be really solid. And from there on, I think I think it just got a little better for them. But yeah, you, I mean, you, you basically don't give, uh, look, I mean, at the end of the day, they've, al- they've always, they've, they've learned their lesson from the last test match and the previous ones by not throwing their, wic- by th- not throwing their wickets away. And uh, yeah, so they've gone on to a pretty, pretty decent day one for them. I think it's fair to say that Australia have progressively gotten better in the series in terms of they confidence have. They in have. batting. They have. Uh, yeah, you just you have to exclude the Delhi fourth innings or third innings. <laughs> it was. Yeah, they've learned their lesson, isn't it? I think yeah. uh, so. They've not been over ambitious. They've not been too boyish with their shots, and um, yeah. Unless you're Travis Head, you can do that. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's just let's just go back to the topic of what makes India in India so difficult. We spoke about the pitches taking a turn after COVID. I think that England series was really the first glimpse of the ball turning square from, from day one after the first test. Rahul Dravid had a very interesting point before this test match. He said that World Test Championship points has made home teams really make tracks that suit their style of play. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, 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 really the only reason behind it. Uh, I feel that Wherever you travel in world cricket right now, the test conditions, the sorry, the home conditions uh, should suit the home team. Uh, and that is what India is doing. But I've got two questions right here. That why is India in India so difficult uh, when it comes to test cricket? Are we talking about this Indian team being able to 
extract the best out of the conditions that are there be it a rank turner like indore or be it a pitch like delhi or ahmedabad uh, that we are seeing now or has it been a case where india is just as vulnerable on those tracks but we've i mean the pitches have really contributed a lot more to our success and if you take them away then india would lose a lot more test matches is that what we're saying so so i think there are three points here the first point is india has the best spinners as a collective as compared to any other country i mean yep. nathan lyons pretty good but he doesn't have a backup or anything like that as a recognized yep. like as a as a as an attack india has the best spinners and obviously they're playing on pitches that now suit them even more than ever before right and at least foreign batsmen how much do they face, face quality spin right we don't now even indian batsmen don't face quality spin that much and they don't even play that very well as we know now but how much do foreign batters get to face quality spin i mean a lot of indian batsmen go play county cricket or at least used to in a bygone era not that much anymore but how many people come and come to asia and play first class cricket mm. i it's it's probably on it's i can't even think of one yeah, that's a very interesting point yeah yeah and it might be something that changes in the future like and, people start coming to india to start playing first class cricket. in india we've always glorified oh look he scored a century on a green top versus he scored a century on a dusty slow wicket <laughs> haven't we oh yeah. yeah i think yes we somehow we always value those foreign runs i think it's part of the attitude of oh us chala gaya canada chala gaya same logic oh us gaya hai waha pe tech yeah. job hai and things like that you know that tech job hai correct exactly yeah. settle ho gaya banda yeah so we are saying that i mean because i think good teams like england uh, came close to beating india i think this australian team had they not batted the way they did on that third morning in delhi you could have actually gone into this test with them ahead 2-1 uh, rather than yeah. india being ahead uh, you know 2-1 i felt they were in an excellent position to take that delhi test and i think that's some that's that's the confidence that india might take going into day 2 with their backs against the wall that there is a collapse in this team somewhere and a couple of quick quick wickets can shake that thinking and bring those fears back in but i think india has given a fair opportunity because the track is the same for both the teams right so we are saying india is well within their right to produce a wicket that suits them uh, whether they've gone too far or not that is a different thing but when teams have applied themselves they have won as we've seen in indore uh, we were beaten by the same australian side in pune when steve o- o'keefe ran riot and i think we were bundled out for 100 odd something i think he picked up six wickets in both uh, both the innings england beat us yeah. england came yeah. close uh, i mean they could have won that ahmedabad test had it gone here and there when 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 we went so is it safe to say that our success is based on being better exponents of the conditions and it's pure n- not just down to the fact that we don't give the opposition a chance i mean it's a mixture of both isn't it i mean uh, the the firstly the brand of cricket that team india has been playing not i mean at home and away is up, you we need to applaud them uh, they've been fantastic and as what pranav said we are probably as a collective unit in terms of spinners we are probably the best in the world if you, uh, jadeja has been the star man 
and probably in line to get man of the series but let's not take away ashwin's contribution because he's eased off the pressure because he's bowled in he's come in and taken wickets at those really crucial moments so yeah and i think let's not forget the contributions with the bat <laughs> the way our team has been <laughs> batting we've not only oh, yeah. not only have our bowlers won test matches but our bowlers have won the test matches with the bat as well yeah you reckon you reckon that's part of the reason why we're seeing the best right <laughs> like give these guys a break let's let's like thoda matlab kar kel rahul must be sat at the fence like two weeks back these guys were discussing debating me and yeah. judged me on uh, you know uh, uh, tracks where the ball turned from you know right from the word go and this is probably a pitch where he would want to get out and bat that too and, but, but he also might be thinking thank god i didn't play in Yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that average of nine. That average of like so yes, he's averaging nine or something. Nine, spin. nine. Yeah, he's averaging nine against, nine against spins since twenty twenty one or something. I, yeah. If he was batting in indoor, it might have been five or like maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. I want to sort of like just quickly touch upon that and probably like you know let's take a call. What's your view on that? Um, you know, uh, a spin bowling in India faced by our um batters rohit sharma from 2021 averages 40 that's pretty all right i thought kl rahul we spoke about averages 9 pujara averages 22 and virat kohli averages 21 this is from 2021 so it is I'm pretty alarming it is alarming but you know? i i would like yeah, to know I'm what are some of the top batsmen from the teams that have toured average as well because i don't think they would average as much and i think this is where our batsmen would be they wouldn't like the fact that they are batting on wickets uh, where it is so hard to score runs that it's taking away crucial games from their you know sort of if you like the word stat pad i'm not saying that ex players you know batsmen from the previous generations would have looked at batting on these indian tracks to sort of boost their averages but this is a definite concern our batsmen are finding it way difficult to score runs right now in india as compared to going to an england or going to wherever else in the world and they score more runs there and they must somewhere deep down be saying like what is happening here guys how can where am i going to get those big hundreds if 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 i can't really get them back home Yeah, and I think uh, so. I think it's no secret that the Indian batting it has overall just slipped, not just in India but everywhere. And I think that's a product of these pitches, right? So if you can't score runs at home, where do you have confidence to score runs abroad? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, sometimes you need to go back. You, sorry, Pranav, you need you need you need to go back to the drawing board as well, isn't it? If you've not been picking up runs, is it apart from Pujara and uh, Jinx Rahane, the only two people who are? the only two people who are who have gone back to ranji trophy and you know where is the time for our players to go and play ranji trophy i think the game has moved so so i mean so the game's now so different to what it used to be you've got your bilateral series you've got your ipl icc is packing up their tournaments in the calendar uh and i think indian cricket is also at a place where there's so much talent on the bench that Ranji Trophy as a route is almost looked as I'm not going to get my chance back now. This is just me going, and I mean I might rather fancy that IPL contract 
or go and play county yeah. or you know something of that sort does that do you do you do you guys think that makes sense yeah i i would imagine that county also pays more than battling in ranji trophy so bottom line is always there yeah but you would I think mean, that the indian currency you would think that money shouldn't be a criteria for these players right because i think these guys already oh. make a lot of money I mean, come on. This is this is the million-dollar question now, isn't if it? If you're a, if you're a career sports person, how long do you get to perform at your peak? Eight years, ten years? Yeah, maybe. Very true. You and you're probably not playing after forty, so I you can't. I don't want to blame anybody for chasing or securing the future of their family and stuff like that. Right. And yeah. people are going to go where the money is. If you're Pujara and you're if if, if you have to choose between Saurashtra and Sussex or something. Sussex might be might be paying you more, so, and he's no, been I, doing Ranji Trophy day in day yeah. out. He's already sort of got that figured out like the back of his hand. Might as well. Yeah, that's fine. But you know, I mean, and 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 see if if I'm KL Rahul and I'm asking myself this question, I'm going for a tour to England, and I've not been scoring runs. My average is nine, or probably now ten. Uh, what do I do? What do I need to do? I'm not able to get back into the Test side. Do I need to? go do i need to travel to england do i need to play a county cricket or let's put it on the flip side england storing india i'm still not in i've still not got a chance do i need to go back and play for karnataka and you know get some runs because i've already got my name unfortunately it's not a case like where if you are a sarfraz where you need to again prove it you know without even so getting a look in so i'm kill rahul i can go back get get 3 400s the coach is definitely going to call me is that you know is could that be a case what's happening now is that all format players gain form in one format and then get picked in the other that's what's happening right? yeah so yeah but that should KL, be the case kl rahul is currently his best format is is what odi cricket 50 overs batting in number 5 he's doing really well he's not doing that well in test cricket obviously right now he's not doing that well opening in t20 cricket either yeah, yeah not in the ipl in the ipl he's killing it yeah ipl is killing it he's he's smashing it in ipl probably so, I, i would probably rate his ipl okay yeah odi he's been all right at number 5 uh, uh test has been a disaster but uh, uh, i mean his his ipl is top but are you really going to take an ipl into uh, into consideration uh, for a, for a for a test cricket probably which is the ultimate so i mean i i also feel that uh, ranji trophy has to be the benchmark for test selection in the indian team no matter what it is and i think that hasn't yep. been the case i think uh form in the ipl or in the white ball cricket has really contributed to people making it to the test squad like surya kumar yadav absolutely love the guy but him being in the test side over some of the players that might be doing consistently well at the number 5 position in the ranji trophy that's definitely sending the wrong message out uh to players i, I So, so I think sometimes you do have to make an exception on this. For example, if tomorrow Hardik Pandya says I want to play Test cricket, I don't care if he's not played first class cricket. I think we, 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 the team will do very well to keep him in the team, and there'll be a lot of benefit But from that. I think there's nothing stopping from Pandya wanting to play Test cricket right now. I'm sure he wants to, right? But there's a reason why he's not in this Test squad. Okay, let's not put as he wants to. Let's say he's allowed to. in that way like fitness concern okay. and yeah okay yeah no that makes sense but going back to that to that topic then india in india do you reckon india is better off producing wickets like nagpur uh, and ahmedabad 
because I still feel this Ahmedabad wicket will produce a result. I don't think it's a wicket where the test is going to end in a boring draw. I don't think I've seen that in this first day of the test match. And Indore is then a step too far. Yeah, Indore is a step too far. Nagpur was pretty much perfect. Delhi was a little less than perfect for Indian conditions. As Ravi Shastri said, the ball should sp- the ball should spin from day one. That's completely fine. That's what we want in India. That's Indian conditions. That's what you have to yeah. deal with. As a test cricketer, you have to be able to adapt to different conditions. Yeah. That's the challenge. That's the point. Yeah. Should a test end in three days? Probably yeah. not. It should at least reach day Correct. four. And I think that's, that's, probably that's where the frustration of this Indian team has come through, right? This whole topic of doctored wickets. The moment the ball turns on day one, the foreign media calls it doctored. The moment there's a puff of dust on day one, the foreign media calls it doctored. It's not like when India is traveling abroad, the ball's not seeming on day one. Absolutely. We've some never of complained at Perth. We've, have yeah, we complained some of the, at Perth? Some of, the, some of the cracks in Perth look like there was an earthquake <laughs> there yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the equivalent of uh, the Aussie sweeping in Delhi is India going to Perth and trying to hook every single ball. Is that a fair thing to say? I mean, like a like somewhat like a similar thing to say or is that a bad yeah, joke? Yeah, but... Uh, it's 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 a fair equivalent, but I don't think we've been spooked that much, which is a credit to our yeah. Uh, but players. you know, has 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 our media? I mean, have, I mean, I'm not saying I, uh, it's, it's any great. What I'm just trying to say, or let's say the Indian cricket board, have we complained when we've had these certain challenges? I remember in the 80s, Sachin's debut series at Sialkot, uh, where it was the the fourth Test match, India were 36 for five. It was a full green, green, green track. And with Wasim Akram, Waka Yunus, Imran Khan steaming at you, we went on to draw the test match. I think test cricket has changed a lot since then. And I think everything that India does now is looked at from a very different angle. I think the IPL has got a role to play in that. The commercial side of things in India has got a role to play in that. But I think... I believe that as long as there is a fair contest between bat and ball, where there's something for the bowlers, uh, there is enough for the batsmen that when they really work hard, uh, they get runs, which is the case, I think, wherever you go in the world, be it South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, wherever in the world, I think that is the norm. Then I think whether there's a puff of dust or puff of whatever on day one i think it's uh, it's you know only fair uh, you know uh, in terms of uh, india being able to take benefit of that home advantage so going back to this yeah, so yeah think, sorry go on no, so i think so i think we have to distinguish between a pitch being bad and a batsman being incompetent just because it, just if the match is treated doesn't necessarily mean the pitch was bad it just could mean that the batsman didn't play well and every time a pitch a match ends in three days, we tend to talk about the pitch. It's not necessarily the case. Yeah. Sometimes, the, sometimes the players just bat really uh, poor. And that is the classic case. The Delhi, the the the, uh, the morning session on day three. If Australia had to bat uh, with a little more sense 
on that morning i think the test match would have gone on to day 4 cuz i don't think it would have just ended there and the pitch was still turning quite a bit on on day 3 but it wasn't unplayable as uh, uh players made it and i think india contributed to that as well when we came out to bat some of our batting wasn't really of the highest class and that's been a problem with our batting but i feel there are there is enough proof in the ranji trophy that players are playing on similar tracks week in week out and you would want to believe that their skill is not at the same level as the teams that we are seeing now and that is why they are playing for india in the in the international or sort of on the international circuit so i think it's just a case of players not having that skill set uh or in india's case players not really having the preparation i just don't think this indian batting lineup prepares itself well to succeed with the bat on these turning tracks absolutely when do yeah. when do they get to play ranji yeah. trophy as yeah. we already yeah. discussed yeah. right they get they 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 play white ball cricket throughout the whole year they get to face a lot of pace bowling whether it is not it's swinging they still get to play pace bowling yeah so there that's and as the numbers say we're doing better overseas now than yeah. in india yeah yeah whether because of the well, because of the pitches being bad and because of the conditions the two fold problem i would say and i think the one not necessarily a problem but two fold um, situation to 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 sum that thing up right i think india and india is a tough series because i think there's a big psychological factor to that as well i think let us look at it right this this fourth test india tries to play like you know there's a bit of theatrics to it as well Australia didn't know which pitch were we playing on. Now, do we need these kind of things? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Let's. This is these are just mind games yeah. now, aren't they? And I think. Or, or. Sorry. Maybe go on, go on, we sorry. can argue they selected the wrong one. Oh, hundred percent. If we, and I'm, I, I'll just go back to it. I think this is one thing that I've never liked about cricket is. wickets where the toss decide everything is not good for anybody uh living yeah, in yeah. dubai uh the dubai cricket stadium here at dubai sports city uh for a very long time in t20 cricket if you were chasing you just won games right and it almost took the sting yeah. out of the game like t20 cricket had uh had such a similar format to every single game that was being yeah. played here win the toss field first 170 180 chase it down game over and this is my fear i think i still feel this wicket is not that bad but uh, and i see that because i have a doubt how good will india come out with the bat they're going to have to bat well twice on this wicket and based on the batting that we've seen and how uh, horribly out of form our top order is uh, it just puts me into a doubt that If Australia get past 350 tomorrow, which is very likely that they will, you're 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 saying that India will have to bat best parts of day three when you're definite to see some turn and the pitch starting to show uh, a bit of a different side to what we've seen right now, and then India having to score 400 runs on that to stay in the game seems like a tough ask, and that's where this toss is where I feel is a very 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 good toss. for steve smith to win and a bad one for us to lose yeah it shouldn't it just shouldn't come to the toss but it does if you put pressure on pitch curators to make certain pitches pitch making is not an exact science no no pitch curator in the world can tell you he's got exactly what he aimed for it never happens so 
I think we would we would be better off to just leave the pitch creator to make whatever he knows how to make yeah. or whatever is best. Yeah. In terms of, can you make a pitch where hopefully if the two teams play to potential, it will go up till the fifth day. That's it, and then the better team yeah. should win. That's what he should yeah. do. And pitch curators within their local domains, lo- with within their countries, will have their expertise in preparing either yeah. a bouncy pitch, a grassy pitch, a spinning track. Yeah. They will already have this expertise. I I think there's too much. outside involvement in making the pitch i think leave the curator alone let him do his thing if you push too much pressure on him one one time or the one time one odd time it's going to go or i for it's going to be spinning yeah. too much or it's going to spin too yeah. less if you put if you put that much scrutiny on it this is the side effect of yeah it. i i also feel there's two other factors that have contributed to india's success in india before we close that topic one is our fast bowlers have been much better than the teams that have toured I think the likes of Shami uh, Yadav, uh, uh, the art of reverse swing, which obviously we know uh, tends to be uh, uh, really something that the subcontinent bowlers uh, pride themselves on, and you know they've got that. Uh, and the averages, if you look at it, when the, uh, you know what Indian fast bowlers have versus what even the England fast bowlers or any other team that has come to I- India. I mean, Pat Cummins uh, played that first couple of tests and didn't really have a uh, 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 have a great time. Uh, Stark uh, was good in that last test, but it's it's. I mean, that pitch is not really a benchmark <laughs> for for you know fast bowlers, but that's been the case generally. I think Dale Staines probably the last fast bowler. that comes to my mind who really bowled well in india yeah yeah i think the other factor is uh which teams don't really tend to factor in and when they, you know when they just sort of blame the pitch our lower order how many runs have they scored i mean, they've outbatted the top order the likes of aksar patel ravindra jadeja yeah. ravi ashwin he scored that century in chennai on a pitch that was turning quite a bit and that just Put a put an end to all of the English media who were talking absolute nonsense about that pitch not being a good pitch for Test cricket, but that has been a definite big factor in India's success at home, hasn't it? Yeah. I- India India's lower order has been a huge huge advantage at least at home to win, and they're yeah. starting to contribute abroad also. Like Ashwin is getting his mojo back slowly with the bat. Yeah, Jadeja has been consistent. Jadeja has been phenomenal. Akshar Patel is probably never going to get a look in in abroad until he's to retire or get injured. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I would say that these guys succeed in the lower order simply because I don't think they try as many things as the top order does. It's like I I play three shots. I will play these three shots. When the ball is here, I'll do this. When the ball is here, I'll do that. This <laughs> is this is how I will survive, and I will make runs. And <laughs> we yeah. <laughs> that's it right i think sometimes having too many shots and the and carrying over a mindset from odi cricket like i'll get you before you get me kind of thing doesn't work in this yeah. cricket i guess i think that's a very fair point right i mean as fans and we can only talk as fans i mean i keep go- going back to that point but it feels like that there's a very uh uncomplicated way to to batting we know what jaddu is going to do when he comes out to bat right uh, is a very similar pattern to a lot of his innings the way he bats and i think that's probably what the you know the point that you make really makes sense here is it's that simplicity to their batting that's you know uh, to, to their batting that gets them the run so uh, going back to the ahmedabad test then uh, how do you see this test match playing you know uh, so i just want to touch upon the from the bowlers on day 1 
and I just want to take this. Uh, I mean, you can give your opinion as well. Have we underbold Akshar Patel in this match or in the series? In, no, no, not in the series. In the test match, you know, local boy. Um, he's only bowled twelve overs. Have we un- underbold him? Did so we underbold him? If he was ever going to bowl a lot. This was the, probably the game for it. There was nothing for any of the bowlers. Yeah. I mean, Shami got something out of the pitch, but yeah, yeah if there was some, if there was a time to give him like a decent spell to bowl, to, this match was the. He, I think I a know. role that has be play. I mean, sorry, something that might be a reason behind Aksar Patel not bowling uh, too much is the reliance on fast bowlers in this Test match. I think there's been something for Shami oh, yeah. and Yadav, yeah. and I don't think definitely not in this series. I don't have the numbers, but between Shami and Yadav, they've bowled 32 overs. That's one third of the bowling. Uh, and that's where this has not been the case on the you know in the previous three test matches or generally on the wickets that have been produced in India where you see fast bowlers bowling that much you would usually have a lot more spin but I think uh, we'll see a lot more Aksar Patel tomorrow and I think he might have a bigger role to play in the second innings if India bat well and have a decent response and give a chance to our bowlers. Yeah, so India's most realistic chance of winning as I think is get Australia out for like 350 something. Yeah. Bat well in the bat well in the second innings. Uh, that is the match's second innings. Even if they don't get to how much ever Australia make get close, right? And then if the third inning once once Australia's third innings begins, um, bundle them out. I think that's still on the cards. Yeah. That's that's still definitely possible. Yeah. Get them out and leave yourself. 130, 140 runs to chase on a fifth-rate track. You, you're in with the big. I mean, looks looks I difficult. It's still a pretty decent effort. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, looks difficult. That I mean, I think that approach is probably India's best chance because if Australia, I mean, the, the the only other way I see it is they are magically bowled out for under 50 runs tomorrow, which uh, bundles them out for 300. But that just seems unlikely. There's nothing no. in the <laughs> wicket. Uh, unless overnight there's some magic that happens in Ahmedabad, that's not going to happen. So, 350 is the very least that you would believe India could bowl them out for. Uh, hopefully, the tail won't wag. Their tail hasn't really wagged a lot in this test series and you don't want it to happen now. But unlikely that India score 450 then and get a 100-run lead, I think India's strategy would be go as close to 350 as you can and make this game a second innings contest where uh, you'd probably place a bet on India bundling them out in the second innings and then get 150, 180-odd in that fourth innings, hopefully, where the wicket hasn't changed so much that it's unplayable then. I think Matthew Hayden did talk about this at at the post-match analysis we'll have to wait for day 3 and day 4 when that when the pitch you know when the cracks open up and that would be very interesting and especially if you're talking about this third innings how Ashwin and Jadu are going to bowl and the longer India can bat the more there's going to be rough outside the right handers off stump with stark bowling So that's something that, that that that's something that they'll be able to use right uh, rough outside the right handers off stump, and Cameron Green's not really going to bowl that much outside the left handers off stump. There's not going to be that much rough. Yeah. So in India, this needs to make sure somehow that they get Australia out by close to T or either side of T tomorrow. Yeah. 
somehow that he, somehow that has to happen. If that doesn't happen, I don't think India is winning this game. I think day two is going to going to tell us a lot because I feel India will come out to bat at some stage. Uh, and I think India's mindset will depend on when they come out to bat. If it's in that second session tomorrow, which India can only hope right now, then I think India's batting tomorrow will be a, a lot more important. Uh, but if India come out to bat too late, I think it's really going into day three. Uh, you just don't want a case where India are 70 for four going into day two. Uh, sorry, end of day two with Australia having posted 375, 380. We just know that's not going to then help us in any way. If Australia take a take a hundred plus run lead, I think this game's gone then. Yeah, this game's over. Unless Probably. Yeah. And the, the way to save this game is to send Akshar Patel at three. That's how we win this game. Yeah. Or we just see <laughs> that this pitch stays at, at what we've seen on day one throughout, which is very unlikely. And then all our batsmen, uh, you know, the best in the yeah. world, uh, can hopefully have one test match where yeah. uh, they can really enjoy batting on these Indian wickets. Yeah. Pujara Are we going back. to see that Kohli century after? Hey, trust me, yeah, I feel he's looked really good in this test series. He's not scored a big, yeah. big. Uh, you know, he's not got that big yeah. innings under his belt. Uh, uh, but I think when he's come out to bat, the intent has been there. He hasn't looked yeah. uh, in that sort of you know mind frame that you tend to see him when he's not scoring runs. I think he's looked pretty positive and I I think this might be a test where we might really see uh, yeah. a good knock from him on day two, day three. Yeah, he's bad as well and it. I think <laughs> the, the, he's just got out in moments. Sorry, Prana, what was that? I said we shouldn't jinx let's it. Let's not, let's not. No, yeah, let's not jinx it. No, we but let's just talk about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we shouldn't jinx it, no way. But let's just talk about his, his you know, the, the, the three test matches that he's batted. I think he's he's batted well, as what Saurabh said is the intent is good. He's just got out in bad moments, you know. It's it's just I about those I moments. I don't even think he's making that many mistakes. It's like I can remember all the batsmen getting beaten, ball turning past the bat, things ah, like yeah. that. Not that. The much yeah, the forty odd, the forty odd. He was looking in yeah, fine form, yeah, and no, he was. It was a ridiculous that decision that. When he got he's out just, of he just seems to be going through a phase where the first mistake yes. he Yes, just a bit of bad luck where he's not got <laughs> the rub of the green at all. Uh, yeah. uh, I also feel uh, this could be a kind of a wicket where we should uh, hopefully see Shreyas Iyer being unleashed. We've spoken about him uh, or we know what he can do at number five. Like what Cameron Green has done uh, uh, in that third session uh, this afternoon, playing at almost runner ball. Uh, you know that Rohit is capable of doing that. Shubman Gill could do that as well. Uh, Kohli, Pujara will take a bit of their time. But then if India has to be in a bit of a spot of bother, I think the best way on this wicket might be to rather look at getting as close to the Australian total rather than just playing time. So, I think they have to figure out who they're going to attack. One of the three spinners they have to like go for, they have to attack them. It's probably not going to be Nathan Lyon. It's probably going to be Todd Murphy. Looks like he Todd Murphy to, to me. They have to. It, 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 yeah, they'll have to they, have, they have to attack someone. They can't just yeah. let them bowl. Yeah. And be no, like, okay, no. we will score runs in ones and twos and bat for two days. No, some somewhere, somewhere or the other, this is going to come to an end. Yeah. And we have to. They have to make sure that some runs are coming from somewhere. Stark. And is we need that Stark positive knock from Shreyas as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like. Stark is probably the kind of guy who is going to give you a couple of four balls every spell anyway. Yeah. 
he might, he might take a couple of wickets but if you, you hopefully you survive those couple of deliveries you're going to get a couple of four yeah. balls cameron greens cameron greens probably going to bowl 10 overs the entire day yeah hopefully we bat the day <laughs> i think you seem confident <laughs> he's going to bowl only 10 overs in a day but provided we bat the whole day it's not going to be that bad a pitch i think yeah uh, hopefully let's just hope that look good i think uh, yeah so we've spoken about that i think uh, that that brings us to a close on uh, this sort of feature on end of day 1 i think australia would be extremely pleased where they are again a very good toss to win uh but it's not been a case where they just you know won the toss and they've uh, just batted and batted i think they've worked really hard usman khwaja what a story uh been out of the test team for a long time come back uh what he's 35 36 now and you know he's just scoring runs uh yeah. which is fantastic to see and india have got a lot to do but uh you would just want india to go and win this test match uh purely because uh i don't want india to lose a test series or even draw th- i mean we won't lose the test series now but a draw against australia would seem as much as a defeat uh we also spoke about why india is the toughest uh, uh tour on the test circuit and as much as the foreign media like to uh, call uh, uh the doctored pitches and you know what not for the reason behind this being such a difficult place for teams to come and play uh i feel india has uh used those conditions really well uh and actually there are factors that uh, have contributed to it like our lower middle order the fast bowling uh and also the fact that we are just uh better at uh get extracting these conditions than some of these teams might have so guys thank you so much for uh, uh coming in hopefully we'll uh, do this really soon and do it when india is winning or has won the test match already <laughs> whether they win whether they lose we can dissect it <laughs> yeah. yeah uh thank you so much and and and, and that's really thank the you. reason behind the fan first podcast we just want fans to come and have uh share their opinions discuss hopefully be a lot more fun uh have a bit of banter uh i know this discussion is going to take a completely different angle when the ipl kicks in uh uh i'm a mumbai fan but these two are chennai boys so it's going to be a csk <laughs> versus mumbai fight then uh good time to remind that we've still won five ipls uh, one more than you uh but anyway guys thank you uh, and i really look forward to speaking to you guys soon and uh bye bye <laughs> Thanks thanks Arup thank, thank you thanks Pranav thank you Avi bye bye cheers